Friday night here in the Tigers Avenue show. Really looking forward to a great show. Uh, I mean, Zach, this is the time we have all been waiting here for so long where we're the baseball season is getting kicked off. It's rolling. You know, we're excited uh, about this season. Uh, some great, I mean, it's a really great time to be a Tiger right now considering this past week. So, uh, Zach, but just a few things here around the SEC of note. Few things oh, around the SEC of note. I know you're going to bring this cover. up, huh? You said what? I knew you're going to bring this up. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to cover. You got to cover these things. Uh, two things, actually. The first one you may not be you, you may not be expecting. Um, uh, Old Miss has fired their head coach, Kermit Davis, the bas- the basketball team. Uh, that is important for for two reasons. Two reasons. Uh, number one, LSU obviously is about to go uh, and play Ole Miss in in Oxford here in the next uh, a few weeks, I believe. I think that's one of the final preseason game. Or I think they're playing them this Saturday, right? Are they not playing them this Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> um, you you may be correct. You may be correct. It's in Oxford. You you go head I'm down there. Pretty positive they're playing this Saturday. You, you gonna go watch it? No. Oh, come on. They just fired their coach. Oh, this is bad. We're bad. They fired their coach. You, you need to go on down there and watch it. <laughs> but, hey, Kenny um, may be able to get you in there for free. Sure, Being I might be walk in. You said what now? I might be able to just walk straight you, in. You might be able to, considering uh, the state of the program. <laughs> um, they're, they're just as bad as LSU right now. So, here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um, Kermit Davis has been fired. It's important because LSU is about to play them. Um, and maybe LSU can get on a little win streak here at the end of the season. <laughs> maybe we get a little win streak going. Okay. Um, another reason, Zach, and, and this one has a little bit bigger implications here. Um, some people have been reporting the names uh, that have been going around. Yeah. One of them is. None other than Will Wade. Um, yeah, that. So here's here's my thought. Number one, my first thought is like, still nothing has been like done, like in, in terms of like punishment or or, or so what they're gonna do, what sanctions they're gonna put out because of the the allegations. You know, what do we? You know, we don't even know the final resolution to this yet. So I, I get why, I, I mean, l- let's be honest, Zach. I mean, let's be real. Old Miss goes and hires Will Wade. I think it's a good hire. I mean, l- don't, don't get me wrong. Um, I think it's a good hire uh, 
for Ole Miss. I think it's a good hire for Ole Miss because I, I really genuinely believe that Ole Miss doesn't care that much <laughs> about their men's basketball program. Uh, <laughs> just being honest, uh, I, I mean, they, they hire decent coaches, okay coaches um, when it comes to their hire. I, I think Andy, is Andy Kennedy the coach before Kermit Davis? I think he was a solid coach. Kermit Davis was eh, never did really anything at all. So, I don't really genuinely know how much they care, um, but maybe, maybe maybe they go out and try to go get Will Wade. I also saw a name Chris Beard. Honestly, I don't know who Chris Beard is, but apparently Chris Beard and Will Wade, both of these guys on their list, have like you know things that are unresolved. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll we'll see how that plays out. But Zach, how would you feel? How would you feel if Ole Miss ends up hiring Ole Miss, uh, 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 Will Wade? Um, I don't know because there's a lot of mixed opinions on Will Wade. Um, Dude, the, yeah. I don't know if the fan base has ever been so split on something. Yeah, it's, Anyways, it's definitely split over the feelings on Will Wade. You know, I love that Will brought this program to where it was, um, but he also left it where it's at right now. So – it, I mean, honestly, because of what he did, it's where it's at right now. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a kind of love hate relationship. You know, you love what he did for the program while he was here, but you hate what he was doing behind the scenes that left the program in shambles. You know, <laughs> can he build a program? You know, without buying players. I mean, <laughs> but you know, it's already happening, obviously, as we know. So I mean, he just went yeah. about it the wrong way. Right. Um, it's 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 already happening. It, we know it's happening in well, Mississippi. He ain't gotta worry about that now. He's yeah. NIL to do. He's it. got NIL deals, so he really doesn't have to worry about that now. So it sucks because it's an opponent that you're gonna see a lot as an as an LSU fan if he goes to Ole Miss. And I do think he's a good coach. We know he's not an X's and O's coach. Um despite the mixed opinions, um, I, I, I do think he's a pretty good coach. I'm not saying he's a great coach. I'm not saying, you know, he's he's Coach K out here or Coach no, Williams, but, no. you know, he's he's a good coach. Um, and, you know, with McMahon, we're going to have to wait and see. You know, I completely trust Scott Woodward on that hire. And, uh, you know, he's having to deal with, uh, as you have put it, you know, a team that was stitched together, you know, band-aided together, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Yes. Um, so, again, zero scholarships when he came. So, We'll see how Matt McMahon works out uh, here in the next coming years. I think, you know, this upcoming uh, offseason is going to be massive for him and what he does in the portal and on the recruiting trail. Yeah. So we're going to really find out, on honestly, uh, whether or not um, Matt McMahon can live up to the hype that, that, that you know, that he's brought into here at LSU. But yeah. um, I think the biggest thing is you just hate to see that it is a – an opponent you're going to see a lot. You know, I'd yeah. much rather him go out and, you know, be on any other team that – ACC or something like yeah. that. It really doesn't matter. Just yeah. a, a team that you're not going to see as much because it's going to suck if he starts having a lot of success there. Um, and, you know, Matt McMahon maybe doesn't have as much success as he had uh, or will have at Ole Miss if he goes there. So, either well, way – here's, here's the reality of the situation. I mean, whether you like it or not, you had to fire the guy. 
I, yeah, I mean, you had to. Yeah. If you don't, NCAA probably brings the boom down on you. And maybe even football feels the effect of that. Like, did did we like the Will Wade era and what it brought? Like, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and lie. I liked it. It, it was there was energy uh, within the program. There was talent here. You know, we the whole General Wade thing, the boot up era. I, I mean, it was fun. I, I mean, let's be real. It, it got, it it got people in a lot like what Kim Mulkey's doing now with women's basketball. Yes, it, it oh, got absolutely. In, it got people more involved in the men's basketball. Yeah, exactly. So. It was fun, but, you know, he got caught. It's just the reality of the situation. You know, people, a, a lot of people are are upset because, you know, old Bill Self, he's still over there coaching. Guys, Bill Self was not on federal wiretap. Will Wade was, okay? If you want me to be honest, if he's if he's not – on a federal wiretap, he might be still your coach. But when you're on a federal wiretap, they're going to do some digging, and they did some digging, and they find out you paid the dude out of a joint account with your wife. Like, you did it to yourself. Like, you can be mad all you want, but it was the right move. You can't, I mean, you can't look past that, and you can't get around that. Um, So, whether you like it or not, it was the right decision, and it would really suck to see Will Wade get Ole Miss. I would agree. You don't want to see that, but it is what it is. I think Matt McMahon will pan out well. Guys, the reality is what we are is is the product of the situation. The situation really sucks, so the team kind of really sucks. Yeah. Like, you got you got to look at who's on our team's act. And I really don't want to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to name a player. But if you think about it, there's guys in our starting lineup who lost positions, who were not starting, and transferred to try and do so. And that's the player you have on your team. It, it, that's the player you have in your starting lineup. So it just is what it is. Oh, uh, another thing. I, I need to move it along. We, we got talking about that. Uh, Tony Vitello, the boy. What happened? Uh... What happened? <laughs> so, you know, the, obviously they they got the big transfer in in, in Maui. Am I saying that right? Maui, uh, the the shortstop. Yeah, ain't playing for him. But as of right now, he is not eligible. And number two, now it looks like he's there's like an investigation into tampering, yeah. and Tony Vitello is now on a self imposed suspension. For the weekend. Yeah. I I just man, it just that is so wonderful. Can I answer some questions? That is so wonderful. You know, you remember, I, you remember last year when there was like this big ordeal and kind of conspiracy theory, you know, that Tennessee was, <laughs> you know, doing some sketchy things behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, maybe they were kind of boosting their players a little bit, you know, because these guys were you know, throwing, you know, high 80s, low 90s. 105? And then now they're pumping 105. And, you know, you know, that was you know, somewhat a conspiracy, you know. And now you got this, you know, I'm not saying. Maybe we shouldn't be saying too much because uh, we, we also got hit. You know, we'll, we, we just got off the conversation with Will Wade. So, uh, but, but uh, there's, I mean, regardless, you can, playing players been going on for a long time. Yeah. 
but regardless, ju- juicing now you're affecting the game. Yeah, regardless, um, you know, you, you talk that stuff like like Tennessee fans have done. Um, mm, mm, you know, mm. you need to back it up. And this season so far, you haven't backed it up, and <laughs> now you're getting hit with this. Maybe you haven't been doing so well this season. Your coach has been a little distracted because he know he's he's known that this is coming down the pipe. Man, they're them two losses to open the season. Ooh, it was so sweet. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. I mean, the last two seasons have they been good? Absolutely, they've been good. But have they done anything? All no national titles. Year, all that hype last year to not even make it to Omaha. Didn't even get to Omaha. You know, you, and, were, you had to at least make it to Omaha man. for all that trash talk. And and now you're – and hey, you don't open the season with two losses? Two yeah, Zach, two. I told – did I – okay, I, I feel like I need some validation, Zach. I said off and air dropped to, you, to three. I said off air to you that Tennessee was not going to be as good. Did I not? I want some credit for that. And, boy, when I watched the first game, I was like, "This it's a whole new lineup. It's a whole new lineup. And, by the way, Zach, there is a player. Uh, let me touch by the free trinity. <laughs> Sorry that I was listening to the podcast. We got uh, Blake and, and others have been commenting on Reagan's beard and how much they appreciate it. It is very red looking right now. It's probably because this big old light's right in front of my He's a red-headed Chris Kringle. Yes. Yes, it is a very red, red beard. Red beard. Red beard to Chris Kringle. Anyways. But, Zach, uh, by the way, Kyle Booker, uh, on who's in the starting lineup for Tennessee, played for DeSoto Central. Uh, but so, that. I'll cheer for Kyle Booker, but I ain't cheering for nobody else on that team. When did he graduate? He's a junior. He, he's been gone for a while now. He graduated with Cameron James. Oh, okay. So he when, graduated when, your class or class he, below you? No, 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 no. He's like two years behind me or something. Oh, like two that. years behind you. Okay. He's a junior now. Gotcha. I'm a junior and I was two years, Ow. you know, two years removed from high school before I actually started college. So <laughs> anyways. Um anyway, so that's happening right now. And and it feels sweet because I, I was so sick and tired of, of the Vols and how they've acted and how they've carried themselves and all their swagger and their pomp and their piety and their nothing to show for it. And man, it just feels really sweet. So anyways, all that's going on right now. Baseball weekend though. We need to recap it. Uh, The Tigers kick it off with Western Michigan. Uh, Zach, what were your thoughts on this past weekend? What, What did you take away? What did you love? What did you not like? General thoughts on, on on what you've seen so far. I mean, well, obviously, not even this past weekend. You know, we're we're one game into the round right now. Kansas yeah. State beat them today, seven and to three. Game as well between all. So, them. so what, what's what's your thoughts so far? So, um, you know, I, I mean, I think there was a lot of hype coming into the season, and um, you know, I, I was really impressed. They did what they were supposed to do with an inferior <laughs> opponent. I really, really loved getting to see Paul Skeens and him come out and just Woo. absolutely dominate throwing 12 Ks. Um, he went a long way through like, what was it? 90 something pitches. Um, that was really, yeah, that was really impressive to see him extend like that on the very first game of the season. 
Um, you know, I, I would say probably the most disappointing thing on the weekend uh, was probably Chase Shores. You know, a lot of hype around him coming out of high school and, you know, getting announced at the Sunday start. He struggled a little bit with his command um, and, you know, got, got touched a bit. But I expect him to mature and grow out of that. I, I definitely think he's going to do great things for us this season. Um, and, you know, by no means am I overlooking him, you know, for the future. So, uh, you yeah. know, but, I mean, young freshman came in, uh, didn't perform to the best of his abilities. That was a little disappointing. But, hey, what was impressive, Ty Floyd came in. Uh, was it Dutton or Collins that also came in? Dutton followed Shay Shores. Yeah, yeah. Dut Dutton and uh, Floyd Looks came solid. in. And they looked great. Um, you know, Collins also had kind of a rough outing. That was disappointing to see. I really loved the pitching. I loved to see yeah. what we what we did pitching wise. They you know, great, I expected man. the offense. Um, by the way, you and Demui owe me something because I was the only one that took the under on the home runs. I, I took the under. You took the I under. I took the under. Okay, yeah. well then Demui Demui owes us something because <laughs> um, they did not hit nine home runs, no. <laughs> but but the they weather really off. the weather really kind of affected that. Yeah, 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 and the wind was bad. So, anyways, besides that, um, you know, obviously it sucked. You know, Tommy White comes up and there's so much like oh let's my go. Gosh. Tommy White baby bangs a single <laughs> up the middle and you're like RBI first pitch first pitch first pitch yeah. And you're like, let's go. And then they try to pick him up, which, I mean, by the way, like, Tommy White should never have a pitcher throwing over to first base. Like, we shouldn't be attempting to steal with Tommy White. It you may know, have been a clock management thing, you know, with these clocks now. Look, Tommy all this White time is stuff. an athletic dude, but he ain't going to be stealing bases, right? He ain't going to be stealing bases, okay? So, like, uh, you know, it sucked that that happened. And, you know, of course, dislocated his shoulder. And, you know, luckily he came back today God. and actually you know, Heart got, a stopper. Hit, got a base hit. I think he was, what, one for three or one for four? I believe he was one, one for three. three. Yeah. Something like that. Um, So, you know, you could definitely tell he was still kind of dealing with some, oh, yeah. some pain. And, yeah. and, you know, so anyways. But overall, great weekend to start. Um, You know, Tuesday was awesome just to, you know, see – kind of a struggle i mean the biggest thing for tuesday was you know heard that your yeah. heard you know struggled Tough start, um, yeah and you know I, I would think probably part of that has to do with you know he's probably not a hundred percent still um he's probably still battling back from his injury that he had and you know yeah. but what you saw is you saw a bullpen that came and shut the door christian little came in and shut the door i have loved yes. getting to see christian yes. little come in christian little's been great Dude, Christian Little, like Christian Little, Ty Floyd, you know, and now you got Riley Cooper. You know, those are guys. And I didn't even mention Riley Cooper for the weekend, who dominated in his start. You know, a lot no of people are like, why is he starting? No Dude, he dominated. He yeah. dominated. Now again, it was Western Michigan. You know, we, we look back to last year and we're like, shoot, Blake Money dominated. You know, yeah. <laughs> like when he came. But like, I understand the quality of the opponent wasn't great, but to see guys like Cooper and Christian Little and right. Ty Floyd and Dutton. And to see those guys come in and just absolutely dominate, really, really encouraging yeah. for this pitching staff. Um, you definitely have taken a, a big step. I wouldn't say, you know, massive step up, but you, you've you taken a pretty good step up in the pitching staff uh, oh, yeah. this, this yeah. season, especially starting-wise. The yeah. bullpen is there. Um, can we find somebody that can eventually become, you know, the everyday closer? So we'll see. Um, so that was this weekend, but then you had today, 
Um, really a pitching battle. And, you know, uh, For a while, yeah. Kansas State did really good on the mound, but I tweeted it out. You, you're just not going to be able to hold this lineup mm-hmm. down for nine straight innings. You're just not, you know, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe, you know, once we get into SEC play, you know, they, they, they face an ace that does do that and they have an off night, but it's going to be really, really difficult um, yeah, in order know. to hold this team down nine straight innings and they not hang up a crooked number. It's going to happen. And that's what happened in this game in the sixth inning. Um, and, or maybe it was a set, was it the sixth inning or seventh inning? Either way, both, you know, they, they, yeah, but they the scored two and, and then four. Which I know in the sixth, they kind of got some runs because of Kansas State blunders. You know, they had yeah, the, the ball, two runs. They had yeah. the wild yeah. pitch. So the seventh inning was more so LSU. Yeah. You know, finally, uh, we, we finally saw what LSU is, and that's just they can <laughs> they can hit the ball. You saw back was it back to back singles? Three, um, three in a row. Three, three in, in a row. row. Um, two of them. One of them came from a veteran in Gavin Dugas who got down. Uh, two strikes. Brady Neal got down 0-2, and a freshman comes up, gets a hit. Um, really, really good. Um, so I, I really like what I've seen so far. Um, the fielding has been phenomenal, and I mean, honestly, that's. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I, I need to shut up so I can let you actually say something no, about this team. No, uh, I mean only one error so far, and the only error has come in the final inning of, of today's game with a freshman in Gavin Guidry. And, and really it, it isn't even that bad of a, he didn't, he didn't bobble the ball around or bounce off his glove or anything. He, he really took a bad angle at it. Uh, hard hit ball should have waited back on it. Some of the commentators mentioned that he charged it probably should have waited on it because it was hard hit. So really clean fielding wise so far, been very pleased with that compared to last season. Obviously it's early, uh, so we'll continue to keep an eye on that, but really sharp so far. Um, Zach, here's my stars right now. Uh, the, the guys that have just been um, outstanding. Um, number one, well, this is in no particular order. I'm not like listing them in number one, uh, number one or whatever. Uh, Christian Little was one of the one one of the guys I was going to mention. I mean, just been spot on when he comes in the out of the bullpen has looked great. Um, <clears throat> Gavin Dugas has just about sealed the deal at second base, second, brother. Yeah, just give it to him. Just a, I mean, seal. I mean, he, he may have some slumps, but right now, I mean, he is your bro, everyday second baseman. Bro, he is your everyday second baseman. Number one, he's hitting constantly. I mean, all the time hitting. I think he had two more hits today. Um, you know, I think he was six for eight against Western Michigan. Um, and with a, with two home runs already, mm-hmm. uh, and and then you know people were like you know maybe Napolt will be over at second because his defense, homie, Gavin Dugas laid today. out today dude, and made insane. a play like insane. dude, and he's your second baseman plays by your second and first baseman because um, Jared Jones had a great play when he caught absolutely the, he, had, he had the pop flight in the net all yeah. the net yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's been phenomenal. So, so Christian Little and, and Gavin Dugas, and then you la- you you just named my my last star so far is Jared Jones. Like, yeah, w- like dude is playing like a veteran. The hit today when he went down like to a, a knee, 
Oh my gosh. Extended, went down to a knee and went and got it and almost hit it out. Hit yeah, hit it off off the wall. I, I mean huge play to drive in two runs. Uh I, I mean, just been incredible. And and God almighty, when he hit that home run against Southern, oh my what a like a nuke. I, I mean, the trajectory off the bat was insane. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a, a shot out off the scoreboard. And, and there were people that were saying, like, they thought it was going to clear it. Like, it was about five feet short of yeah. clearing the insane. scoreboard. I mean, just a nuke. He, he is going to be, I mean, just special. Hey, you get him for another two years. And yeah, this year and two years <laughs> after that. I mean, he's a special. He's a special player. I really believe with the way, and also he's not. I wouldn't say star like, but Brady Neal's been very solid at the plate. Yeah, uh, been solid catching. I, I, there was a. I think there was a pass ball today that he had first one of the season. Um, but man, you know, with Brady Neal playing the way he is as a freshman, taking the job. It, it almost feels like a hundred percent sure that next year Jared Jones is your first baseman. Yeah, that that's really what it feels like. And then maybe like Ethan Frey takes your DH spot. Yeah, um, I, I mean he he's going to be in the lineup the rest of his career. Just an incredible player. Um, today, oh man, I just oh I, I get it because the injury. I do not like seeing Trey Morgan in the outfield. I don't like it one single bit. I want him at first base. And then, of course, he goes out there and runs smack into the wall. Oh. You know, kind of tweaks his wrist a little bit. I'm like, ugh. Like, yeah. I want him at first base. I didn't like it at all. I, but I get it, though. Like, so here's the situation, right? Trey, they wanted to put Tommy White back in the lineup. Yeah. But he can't really field right now. So, Napolt's going to be there. They're going to make Tommy the DH. That really kicks – Joe Bear out because you want Bear Jones and um, Trey Morgan in the lineup. And and Bear obviously ain't playing the outfield. And you got to have a guy to play third base, so Napolt is that guy. Which, by the way, Napolt got his first hit today. Hasn't been impressive at the plate, but defensively is is very sound. Well, I mean, even, even in his outs, he's hit the ball really hard. He has. He he's has. Made, he's made he's got RBIs. He, he's yeah. made a few RBIs. He's, he's done what he needed. He done what he needed to do. He hasn't been bad. He just hasn't got a hit, you know. Sure. But he got it today. Um, but he feels like the odd guy out, right? Like when when Tommy White is healthy, you, your your lineup is probably going to be Joe Bear left field. Right field still feels like it's up in the air. I think Paxton Clean and and Josh Pearson are, are going to be back and forth all year long. But Joe you're going to Bear be, too. I mean Joe Bears. Well, Joe Bear's going to be left. Joe yeah. Bear's going to be your left fielder. Right I'm field. Saying, I'm just saying right. I mean, because Joe Bear could go play right and Kling could be out and left or Josh could be out and left. Well, yeah, that, that seems like it's going to be somewhat of a rotation. But I, so far, you'd like to see Joe Bear in the lineup. So so yeah. far. Um, and, and then Tommy White will be at third and Trey Morgan obviously will be back at first like it should be. Like it should be. Just got to get White um, healthy. But – so I, I've been really impressed so far. Riley Cooper really impressed me on Saturday. Um, I, I've just I've been pleased. I, they they've done what I've expected them to do so far. And one thing we have not mentioned, Zach, dude, Trey Morgan hitting the cycle against Southern was just, I, I mean, special. 
That was special. They, you know, and in order, and he did it in order, Zach. Like, I don't know, the last time a player hit the cycle in a game was Mikey Ma took back in, like, 2010 or 2011, I think. But, like, back then. I don't know if there's ever been a player to hit it in order like that in LSU That's history. That's rare. Like, I want to know. But, I mean, man, what what a day for Trey. You know, a, a single, double, triple, and then, I mean, a blast to, to the exclamation point on the game to really seal the deal, make it 18-4. to four. Uh, I mean, was awesome. The only concern that I have, only concern that I have was Thatcher Hurd. And like you said, um, seems like he may be still a little dealing with that shoulder, uh, coming off that surgery. So we'll, we'll see. Um, but man, I mean, been, been great so far. You know, what's kind of crazy, Zach. And I, this may be weird to say, this may be weird to say, but it feels like Dylan Cruz has been a little quiet. Is, is that, have, is just I mean, he was good today though. I mean, uh, I'm saying he was good, but like he had his one home run. He hasn't been bad, but it's been quiet to what you're used to. It's because we we ex- just. I mean, he's been doing what what he does, like, and and you've just come to just ex- you know expect it. So now because it's his junior year and he's a potential number one pick, there's you know massive h- hype around yeah, him, yeah. and you know obviously it being his last year, um, there's a major major high uh, you know expectations and so you know but he's still playing great and and i will say you know it may feel that way because he got hit by the he got hit by the ball three times each other and walked yeah and he got walked a fourth time so he was on base all five times he just didn't get a hit because he couldn't get a hit (laughs) (laughs) but so i'm really pleased so far i i feel really great for gavin dugas oh me too Um, but the one thing I want to say is, is, man, Jay Johnson is building a monster. This freshman class is Impressive. special. It's special. Bear Jones. Dude, Ethan Frey. Ethan Fry, whatever you say it. Frey Fry. I'm a Frey guy myself, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> he He's going to be great. Like, him and Bear Jones, I think it was uh, – I think it was – I'm drawing a blank. Demui, who was like, you kind of feel like those are the Bash brothers. Like yeah. their size, their build, they're so they're, similar. They're the first guys off the bus. Yeah, like, like oh, holy crap, are we playing a football team? Those, or are, baseball those team? are freshmen, dude. Those are freshmen. Yeah, Gavin Gidry. I know he made the error today, but he made a solid play the other day at second base. Got yeah. a hit as well. Laid out. I think he drove player. in a few runs against Southern. Um, Special, special stuff from this freshman class. Really excited about them. Dude, you think about it like Nick Paul back in the fall was leading the team in hitting. So really excited, really excited about these guys. Um, I'm pumped to see how it goes moving forward. But, Zach, to preview a little bit tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be a a tough test, Zach. It's going to be the the biggest game of the season so far. Oh, absolutely. You're facing uh, uh, Brody – Brett, I think is how you pronounce it, or, or Brett. Um, dude, last weekend had had five innings, and I think he had ten strikeouts. That's correct. Um, no Iowa way. has a very solid one-two punch with their Friday Saturday guys. Very good. Um, so 
Can their offense keep up with LSU once we get into that bullpen? We'll see. Can we crack him early a little bit? We'll, we'll see. You know, but I'm very excited to see what we can do against a, a guy like this who who is very clearly uh, talented and, and you know, just came off a big game. You know, I, I'm excited to see what we can do against this team. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on, on tomorrow? And, you know, maybe Riley Cooper does the same thing, and, and we'll, it'll be maybe we'll, we'll see another pitching duel for a while. Well, the advantage I think LSU has in this game is their lineup because from what I understand and from the research that I've done, uh, Iowa's got, you know, they've got a okay lineup. Um, mm-hmm. They're not going to wow you with with you know they're hitting the yeah. ball, you know. I mean, I'm you know, knock on wood, I say that, and then who knows? They come out there tomorrow and they're just swinging, you know, and they <laughs> everything, you know. That's usually how it goes. So, um, but from what we know, not a good hitting team. Okay. Um, it, they are going to, re- you know, quite the opposite of Kansas State uh, and Sam Houston. From what we know, with Kansas State and Sam Houston, good lineups. They have struggled with their, their pitching. Uh, yeah. It's the pitching that is the problem with both those teams. It's the opposite with Iowa. Their pitching is there. The lineup is not. So I really feel like it's going to be a, you know, probably a really close game early. And then in those late innings, you know, LSU, LSU's yeah. offense is going to have to pull through. We'll see. Um, you know, you kind of feel like Reagan because of the high expectations this team has and that number one that sits by their their logo. You know, you're kind of just waiting for that moment where because you're gonna get everybody's best, right? You're the number one team in the country. Everybody's been like, this arguably might be the best roster we've ever seen on a college baseball team. You've got this guy's first round draft pick, this guy's first round draft pick, these freshmen who are potential first round draft picks coming up, like. There's a lot of ex- high expectations, yeah, and because of that, you're gonna get everybody's best, um, and that's why, like, when we did the hype video, it was all about the mentality, right? Um, you have Absolutely. to have the mentality that, hey, even though we have these high escalates, I gotta still come out here and I still have to execute. The pitcher still gotta execute, hitter still gotta execute, um, because you're gonna get everybody's best. And so because you're going to get everybody's best, you got to give your best. And, you know, tomorrow you're going to get Iowa's best. Uh, You're going to get their best pitcher. Um, And so LSU is going to have to come out. Uh, Riley Cooper is going to have to execute his pitches. He's going to to have to hit his spots. Um, You know, and luckily you're facing a lineup that he should be able to do well against. Yeah. But for the LSU lineup, the matchup obviously is going to be this LSU lineup versus um, Brody Breck. Uh, as, you know, the pitcher for Iowa. So we're going to have to see um, how he does. The biggest thing for me is you're going to have to make him work. He yeah. may get he, he may get outs, um, but you need to make him work. He is a strikeout thrower. You know, don't let him strike you out. Make him work. Run that you pitch know, count up. <laughs> run that pitch count up. Get him out of the ball game early. Yeah, um, that's what LSU needs to do tomorrow to be successful. R- real quick, and then we'll move forward, Zach. Uh, how about uh, again to recognize Paul Skeens has a has a really rough inning. The first inning threw forty pitches in the first inning. Insane. He finished with ninety eight in the sixth inning. That means yeah. over the course of the next five innings, he was averaging strikeout. around eleven, twelve pitches an inning and pitched eleven strikeouts. 
and held the held Kansas State in check after a, a, a bad start. Really, really impressive stuff from him. He, he's going to be special all year long. Sure. All right, Zach. I do want to address that comment from Peyton real quick, that last comment there. Dude, no kidding. Like, <laughs> the slide in the home no today was so awkward. Like, I, for a second, I was like, bro, if I, if he just tore his ACL slide in the home base, I'm going to be so mad because it was so awkward looking. And it made it even worse when they did, like, a slow-mo look at it. When yeah. he was sliding it, I was like, oh, Lord. And I think like, he missed it, too, because yeah, Jordan he come back. was like, put back on the back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm like, yeah, he used. To, you're right. He said used to hitting all them home runs. He ain't used to sliding. Somebody needed to teach this man to slide. Holy moly. They I'm to, still waiting for that first Tommy Tate. Whoever came. coached up Joe Burrow, you know, once he made the transition <laughs> to the NFL, get with Tommy White. Yeah, yeah. A uh, little quick update. Sam Houston State is in the third inning. Currently up one to nothing on okay. Iowa. So, okay. All right, Zach, let's talk a little basketball. Talk a little basketball. Women's continue to win. <laughs> That's just what they keep doing. Now, yeah. obviously, we know they lost to South Carolina. So they're only lost in the season, but Angel Reese continues to get double doubles and they keep winning, Zach. What, what, what's your thoughts so far, uh, you know, coming off the loss, how they've done in recent games? I mean, they're doing what they're supposed to. They're just completely uh, out-talenting uh, these other teams that they're playing. Um, as we know, um, let's see, our rest of these games that we've got coming up for them. I, I need to look at the schedule real quick. They've got State uh, at home this Sunday at 5, at 5 p.m. start time. So, guess what? We can actually be able to watch that. Last game of the season, regular season, that is, yep. uh, for the LSU Tigers. Um, obviously, they'll be back in the PMAC because in women's college basketball, you host oh, home games uh, depending on your seating. So, <clears throat> they'll be back. But last regular season uh, game, so pack the PMAC, show out and show up. And look, State's not a bad team. They're 20-8 and eight on the year. Really not bad. Um, and I think in the SEC, let's check real quick. Yeah, I mean, they are – they're fifth in the SEC right behind Ole Miss. So, you know, this is a, you know, towards the top of the SEC team that you're playing at home. So, you know, you're going to get their best. Um, definitely want uh, to see them come out and just do what they've been doing against State this upcoming Sunday, just dominate. But look, Reagan, I mentioned on Blake's show, you might end up seeing South Carolina three times this year. Oh. Um, which is brutal to think about. Oh. <laughs> you know. Uh, Maybe next time you won't have to play them in Columbia, though. They're going to be – they have locked in the number two seed in the in the tournament. Um, so, obviously, they will not see South Carolina unless they face them in the championship game. Yeah. Um, so, you know, win all of your other games, you're going to be facing South Carolina in the championship game. <laughs> um, so, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Now, um, we'll see what happens with, you know – I don't, I don't know. Which remind me, Reagan, how does the women's how many teams make it in the SEC women's tournament? In the if women's, you know, if you know in the comments, or do you know, Reagan? I, I really don't know, but I know that the men's is, is it used to be twelve, but it seems like it's back to uh, like they've they've added more, like all fourteen make it in now. So maybe they did that with the women's as well, but. I don't know if that's really much of a concern for. If anyone. you know in the comments, send us I mean, send in the comments how many 
teams in the SEC women's make it to the tournament? I can't remember, honestly. I want to say – like, You're talking about in the SEC tournament. In the SEC. Right. I want to say it's top eight, Reagan. Maybe so. Maybe I so. can't remember, honestly. Um, maybe top ten. I, I'm honestly not sure. E- either way, um, you know, LSU's going to be the two seed. They're going to end up facing, you know, if they – let's say they win their first game, they're going to end up facing, which they may end up getting by. I don't know how it works. I, I need help from the comments. Um, you know, if they're in the semis, they're going to be facing probably somebody like Tennessee, Ole Miss. Um, they would probably they would be facing Tennessee because uh, Tennessee is going to be the three seed. Ole Miss will be the four seed. So Ole Miss is going to play South Carolina, and Ole Miss gave South Carolina a scare. Um, they had yeah. the chance um, to win the game, and they turned the ball over. Um, end up going to overtime. I remember texting Kenny, and it's all fourteen, by the way. Just it's all 14 teams? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm sure LSU will probably get two buys or maybe at least one buy. Something like that, yeah. Uh, go check that out, Reagan. See if you can find us the, you know, projected um, the projected uh, playoff seating or whatever. Right. Uh, bracket. So, anyways, but Kenny messaged me and he's like, is Ole Miss going to beat South Carolina? I said – and I replied and said, if they go to overtime, they're not. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Uh, they went to overtime, and South Carolina won. You can't give South Carolina second chances. They gave South Carolina a second chance, and it was over. Um, so we're going to wait and see You know what happens in the SC tournament. Expect LSU to face a team like Tennessee. Uh, if, they, if, if they are in the semis, I'd hate to see LSU lose early to uh, you know, one of the lower teams that they have, you know, pretty much dominated in the regular season. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, but I'm really interested to see if LSU can get into the championship game and how they would look this second time around against South Carolina, assuming it's going to be South Carolina and LSU. Um, because, you know, obviously this game's not going to be at home for South Carolina. It'll be on the road, both teams at a neutral site. So I, I definitely want to see that. And then, you know, once we get a tournament, it's very possible and maybe likely that LSU sees South Carolina again in the NCAA tournament. So really right now, it doesn't look like there is anybody in LSU's way outside of South Carolina. Knock on wood. I, again, I'd hate to see them lose uh, and, and get put out early in the SEC tournament. Um, but we'll see, Reagan. What do you think? Yeah, you really hope that so based on what I was looking at just then, like LSU would face the two, like the seven seed, I think it is in the second round, the way it panned out last year, LSU was the two seed as well. And they played Kentucky who was the seven seed, but I think it's, it depends on who wins in the bracket before who comes and plays. And then it goes from there. And I'm not sure if it's like, Single elimination. I think it's single single elimination all the way through. I I'm thinking so. of baseball's uh, tournament. But you know, if you end up facing them three times, I mean, Ugh. I mean, if we want to, if we want to be honest, you know, you hate to say this, but they're the best team in women's yeah, college sure. basketball. For sure. Um, it, but maybe you get them in the SEC tournament when they're not, you know, a, a home team. You know, you were you were in front of an eighteen thousand you know packed columbia south carolina stadium and our arena and so you you they had all the advantage in the world in that game um 
maybe you can clip them at a neutral site. And but, if I remember correctly, the fouls were drastically in South oh, Carolina's favor. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, I think it was three to one in free throws taken, uh, the ratio, uh, which is just awful. <laughs> yeah. Not good. And there was a lot of questionable calls. Um, again, not blaming on there was the a lot of no calls. There was a lot, lot of no calls, calls yes. on, on the other end. For sure. So we'll see what happens, Reagan, with with um with the girls, but um I'm really, really excited for the potential of a rematch. So I, I need to see real quick. Let me look at it real quick with the men's basketball. So they, they beat Vanderbilt Wednesday night. How about which, that? Which by the way, I mean, let's just take a moment and and tip of the cap to Matt McMahon. Bro, when you go through a stretch like that, it is so hard to to stay focused, to keep the guys together. And, and man, it, it, it seems like almost like when winning is contagious, losing becomes contagious sometimes. And, and maybe that started to happen a little bit. So against Vanderbilt, it was really good to, to go out there and get a win because, I mean, it just felt like it was never going to come. And, and let's see, you, you finish the season now with Ole Miss – Missouri, then you play Florida at Florida. Maybe you can get Ole Miss. The other two games, ugh, we'll have to wait and see. Ole Miss is – I'm trying to see what they are in conference. Let me go look at the standings here. Okay, so right now, Ole Miss is below you one game. So yeah. if you can go and, and beat them, you, you won't be the last seed in the tournament. So, <laughs> and then maybe, maybe you can – Maybe if South Carolina loses one or two down the stretch and, and maybe you can string some wins together here, maybe you won't even be the second to last. But, you know, Zach, in in the past, you would have you, you would have uh, uh, not even played. Like, it would have been the end of the season for LSU in, in all reality because uh, only the top 12 made it, right? Is, is that right? I believe so. Uh, I mean, if there's, are they, uh, is that confirmed that they, all 14 teams will be? Yes, there? yes, 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 yes. They were showing it uh, on Wednesday night, like what the bracket would look like if it was to stop I'm today. The top four get buys. I think the top four get like two buys. Yeah. And then the other get like one buy. <clears throat> I think the bottom four is who have to play the whole thing. Uh, so it would be like right now it'd be LSU, Old South Carolina, and State. You're going to be in the bottom four regardless because because State has six six conference wins. Mm-hmm. You're you're in the bottom four regardless. So you'll have to play the length of the tournament if you want it. <laughs> this sounds dumb, but wouldn't it just be incredible if they punched a ticket, stole a bid, or something? That would just be so incredible. It's not going to happen. But no, no, it's not. No, it's, it's not. But man, that. Well, that would be one of the biggest big bid steals in a long time. I mean, I mean, you definitely. I mean, if LSU went out there and won the SEC tournament, you would be stealing a a bid for sure. Same you know, same. people talk about stolen bids, and sometimes it's like, well, I don't know if it's really a stolen bid. LSU goes out there, that's a you're stealing a stolen spot bid. from somebody for sure. Yeah. Um. But not gonna you, happen. But not gonna. Yeah. Reality is, it's not gonna happen. The dream, right. The SEC tournament is, is is the end of your season. I, I don't even know. If, I don't even know what the qualifications are for the NIT. Like, I don't even know. The, I don't even know if they'll get in the NIT. Probably not. Like, I don't know what that. Let's I, see I don't what know how that works. Next three games, you know, maybe maybe you you know, 
you know, I, I, you'll probably be favored against Ole Miss. Um, let's see. They play tomorrow at, I believe, <laughs> 5 p.m. Yeah, played up no, 7.30 p.m. Ole Miss is actually favored four and a half. Wow. Um, pretty interesting. We're a but, fired um, coach. It's probably just because it's in Oxford. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, you know, then on Wednesday, you're going to have to play Missouri, and Missouri's good, man. So that's – but you get them at home. So maybe you steal one there. Then you got to go to Florida against uh, a team that's kind of like you uh, record-wise. So, um, you know, let's see what happens these next three games. But It'd be awesome to see them win all three of these games. I, I highly doubt that happens. But <laughs> get back to 500, you know, get above – maybe get that'd above awesome. 500, get to 16 and 15. That'd be – That'd be really cool. Um, and then get into the tournament and then just, you know, go out there and ball out. Let's see what happens. Here, Here's the reality. I think what I'm looking forward to, and I, I mean, every every LSU fan is looking forward to this, is to see what Matt McMahon will do in this offseason. Uh, you, you got some work to do. You, you, you're losing K.J. Williams this year. So, yeah, you're going to have to replace that. And, mm. and you may have some roster turnover this year just because – you know, it hasn't been to what his standards are, I'm sure. And I think he'll have some honest conversations with guys and may have to move on from some folks. I mean, that's just that's just reality. Um, and I want to see how he does maybe in his second year with some time on his hands to remake this roster, be talented. Maybe, maybe at the end of the season, he, like, Zach, we still have – it's it's about to be March and we still don't have a ruling, which by the way is inexcusable on the NCAA's part. Like this whole process with the NCAA has just been absolutely absurd. I mean, just this should never happen again. This is why uh, I think the, they, they put in that rule. Like if there's not a, a ruling within a certain amount of time or whatever, like it's done. And this is why. This has gone on for, for way too far long now. Uh, I mean, we should have a ruling. They they were telling us whenever the NOAs came out uh, that, that there would be like a ruling in, in January of 2023. Guys, it's about to be March. I know. So we, we need a ruling so Matt McMahon can start moving forward. You know what I mean? Like So the dude can have some solid information to be able to tell guys that he's recruiting. Because right now, the NCAA, with how they're handling the situation, is is totally screwing Matt McMahon. Like, like he can't say anything definitively. You can't say anything to a recruit, like, yeah. other than just tell them the truth. You know what I mean? So, like, we can – we I've been pe- seeing people bash McMahon for that, but it's like, yeah. dude – he could only say so much to a recruit to get him there. You know what I mean? And he could only do that this past year. So we'll, we'll see. I, I want a ruling. And then I want to see what he's going to do this offseason to remake this team. Because yeah. reality is you got to. You you have to. You're going to have to make up a lot of your points in K.J. Williams. So okay. that's what I'm looking forward to. Finish strong. We'll see how the offseason goes. I, I mean, that's really all you can say about men's basketball right now. All right, Zach, I think we need to hit a break, maybe come back and hit some comments, and then um, we'll we'll wrap it up with our final thoughts on Round Rock this weekend, uh, kind of our finishing thoughts on that right after this. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram, at Saints Anthem, and at Twitter, 
at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. All right, Zach, right back at it again to kind of wrap up our thoughts here on Round Rock and its weekend. Uh, Zach, so far, so far, uh, in terms of, of D1 baseball, right now they get an F for their streaming service. You, you I know. get an F. We missed like the whole first inning pretty much. Bro, Cajunomics had to come in the clutch there for a little bit. Yeah. And our, you, you, and our, and our everybody comments. knows about Cajunomics, right? I don't. I just saw that they commented. That okay. Cajunomics, he's the guy who can stream some stuff. He'll stream the game for you. He was streaming it today. And when I was not when the website wasn't picking it up or, or whatever was going on, Cajunomics had it rolling somehow. Like, I don't know. I don't know how he had it going, but Cajunomics yeah. always got it, it going. It eventually like, had a little pop-up that was like, this is copyright yes. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, eventually it went unavailable. But then right like, after that happened, D1 Baseball finally got it together. <laughs> got it going, yeah. They, they did, they did. But I really didn't I, miss a whole lot. But I, like either, either way, like – Dude, I paid for it. Like, I don't want to watch Cajun. I paid twenty five bucks, over twenty five bucks. I got the weekend pass, so I want to watch it. I did too. You better have it ready and rolling at twelve o'clock tomorrow. Before well, I, I will say I'll, I'll I'll cut them some slack. I'll cut them some there's slack. Probably a lot of people coming into that server. Well, number one, there's a lot, but but Kendall Rogers, of course, you know Kendall Rogers is D one baseball. Um, Kind of, he's kind of their guy. Um, he posted on his Twitter that supposedly that it had been tried to been hacked, and I, I don't know who trying to hack D one baseball. But Maybe dude, it was it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's twenty five dollars. You really going here and hack this system over twenty five dollars for a weekend? If you don't want to pay for the whole weekend, you can pay ten dollars to watch one game. But anyways, I, I'm just. I'll cut them some slack because maybe maybe they caught some flack from I don't know who they're trying to hack hack it, but you know I, obviously I'm sure they did not plan to do that. They didn't want it to go that way. Uh, but another thing I'm disappointed about, like Ben McDonald is one of the analysts for this for this whole streaming service this weekend. Why is Ben McDonald not doing the LSU game? He always does the LSU games. <laughs> ben McDonald's comment, commentating tonight on the Sam Houston Iowa game. What are we doing? Maybe because they, you know, they didn't want to be biased, so you know, maybe. maybe but the SC, the SEC network does that all the time. They put the the all local the people, you know, on on those on those teams, you know. So it's like I would I would like to hear Ben McDonald today a little bit. So yeah, um, Zach, what what is your thoughts on on this weekend? Uh, I, I know we shared a little bit on Iowa already. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe looking forward to Sam Houston a little bit. What, what, what do you look forward to this weekend? What do you want to see? I, I really want to see LSU sweep, and I know, like, you know, that's like, well, duh. But, um, you know, a step up in opponent this weekend, obviously going from, you know, Western Michigan to Kansas State, Sam Houston, Iowa, obviously a step up playing some Power 5 schools this weekend. So I, I definitely want to see them take care of business um continue what you've been doing good fielding 
hitting and putting up crooked numbers in the and in the uh, pitching staff dominating. And then when you do have somebody that struggles, you have somebody that comes in and closes the door. Um, that's what I want to see. Um, so let's 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 let's. I want to see that tomorrow. I, I love that the game starts at twelve. Uh, it's a Friday night, so I'm going to enjoy my Friday night, sleep in, and then probably wake up and go watch the game. Um, so, anyways, that's that's what I plan on doing. So uh, we'll see uh, how it goes tomorrow. I, I'll be streaming it, D1 Baseball. Hopefully they got it together, like I said. Um, yeah. And then – but, yeah, I want to see them. I, I fully expect them to win on Sunday. Um, let's see how, how this game goes tomorrow and this what, what seems to be uh, headed for a pitching duel. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to see what the lineup can do against some, some – uh, what's expected to be their biggest opponent in terms of, of pitching and, and talent um, on the mound. I, I think mean, it, win. it's a good pitcher. I mean, this is a pro. Oh, great pitcher. pitcher. Again, last, last week, I think it was five innings pitched, pitched uh, 10 strikeouts. So, you know, I, I don't really remember what their opponent was last week. Maybe it was a subpar opponent. I don't know. Um, but, you know, I'd love to see our, our, our lineup get after him more early than they did today against Kansas State. Um, you know, kind of jump on them, take command of the game, get him out, get into the bullpen, take command of the game, run with it. Um, Sam, Houston, Sam Houston State, I mean, I mean, as of right now, they got the lead on Iowa. So, um, you know, take care of business is what I would say with that. You know, don't overlook an opponent. An opponent, you know, we saw – now, I know it ended up being a run rule, but we – you know, Southern jumped on us early. Uh, yeah. on on Tuesday, you know, you got to come ready to play every day when it comes to baseball. Every day you got to come ready to play uh, or, or you could get got. Um, Zach, real quick, uh, I know we mentioned Tony Vitello and Tennessee and their start to the season a little, little rough. I got to be honest, Zach, I, I don't know if you've been paying attention around the SEC. but I have man, been. I, I went on the – SEC uh, may not be as strong as we thought it was going to be. So I went on, which, by the way, got to give our shout-out to uh, my good buddy, JP, um, who just started a podcast. Yeah. is actually kind of a part of us, um, and he is doing a podcast that's just going to cover sports in general, just whatever sports going on, he's going to talk about it. Yeah. Had me on his show uh, for the first show. Um, really appreciate him, you know, inviting me on. Um, and that's what we talked about. The SEC, he, he, he asked me about college baseball, what has been a theme, what's been a storyline in college baseball here recently. And my my big point that I made was that the SEC, overall, underwhelming. Yeah. Um, outside yeah. of Texas A&M, who actually lost during the midweek. Am I Lamar. Yep. To, to Lamar. Lamar. Um, outside of LSU, Florida, Ole Miss. Which Florida lost. Florida recently lost. Uh, who am I missing in the East? That ha- South Carolina. South Carolina's looking good. South Carolina looks good. Um, outside yeah. of really South Carolina, LSU, um, the SEC's taking some hits, man. <laughs> Arkansas, Arkansas looks good. They they played tougher opponents last weekend. They, they lost one. TCU. But, they did play TCU. You know. um, Arkansas does look good. We'll see. But they also lost. They don't have an ace. They lost their ace at the beginning of the season, before the season oh, started. Oh, wow. Wow. So, um, yeah, overall, SEC underwhelming. I got to agree with you there. Um, I really like LSU's chances, you know, for a regular season championship and a run into the SEC tournament. Um, really like LSU's chances now that I've seen 
it's you know it's the first it was the first weekend. Let's see how hey, but there are some big matchups um this weekend for the SEC. Vanderbilt plays UCLA. They host UCLA. They're winning Alabama, right now. Alabama goes to Pepperdine. Um, I'm yep. forgetting who plays Arkansas State. Ole Miss plays Maryland. That's 13 versus four. Currently, Maryland is up two to one in the bottom of the third. And Ole Miss is without their ace. They are without their ace this weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's go look at some scores now that you mention it. Alabama um, beat high point. Let's see. Georgia's winning against Princeton. Oh my goodness. Arizona State is beating killing state and the dude killing. are killing them. Um, Vanderbilt is up on UCLA. That's good to see for Vanderbilt. Don't let them get hot. Florida is up on Cincinnati, six to two. Texas A&M, uh, small lead on Portland, two to nothing in the fourth. Auburn and USC are scoreless through, uh, through three. Yep. Um, let's see. Am I missing anybody else? LSU obviously won. Arkansas killed Eastern Illinois. South Carolina beat Penn today. Alabama won. South Carolina had a win against Tennessee Penn. Won Kentucky too. won. Tennessee, you said won. Yeah, they beat Dayton twelve to two. Today. Dude, if they don't drop them in the rankings next next week, I'm gonna oh, be uh, a little pissed. I'm already uh, pissed that they didn't. I don't. I don't see it happening. Honestly, they haven't lost since those two losses. You know, no, what I mean? think I think they'll drop them. Um, you know. You know, Tony V's not coaching this weekend, but I think that announcement, that news, you know, yeah. probably drops a little. You want to get some comments? Yeah, we get some comments real quick, real quick, and then we'll hit our last break and wrap it up after that. All right. So, uh, Miss Leslie Dupree has been a avid supporter of Tigers Avenue. She, I think, she always watches after, from what I remember her talking to us. Really appreciate it, Miss Leslie. I would love to get. We would love to get to meet you. Um, I, I know you're not Reagan, but I will be attending uh, the Sanford game on Saturday, March the 11th, with some buddies of mine going to go down to uh, Baton Rouge and maybe maybe make a quick trip. We might end up traveling a little bit and staying the night, Saturday night, but we who knows? We might drive down that, that morning and then have just a late night come uh, drive back uh, to get back before church on Sunday. But Miss Leslie, we'd love to get to meet you at some point. Um, you have always been an avid supporter of us and have mentioned how you get to, you watch the shows afterwards because um, you're not able to usually watch whenever we go live. So we appreciate that. Tyler Townsend here saying what's up. Tyler, appreciate what's your up, support. Um, by the way, Peyton said uh, horrible to the D1 baseball coverage. Yeah, uh, yeah. He said he did not buy a package. He had to bounce from YouTube <laughs> to YouTube channel. Peyton, bite the bullet. Buy, you know, pay your $25. Apparently they got the situation cleared well, pay up. pay 20 now. You got yeah, two more games pay, left. Rather than the day you pass, pay a cheaper amount now. So, uh, anyways, pay for the weekend pass. Watch the next two games. Uh, Al Landry is in here. He said, "My guys, I'm I'm really enjoying watching this Tiger baseball team so far. Uh, as we will continue to, Al. Um, really look really look forward. Uh, let's see. Peyton said, "If he's wild, you be patient and let him be. I, I'm assuming he's, he is he's wild. If you be patient and let him be, I don't know who that is. Who's he talking about?" Uh, I'm assuming he's talking about Riley Cooper, maybe starting t- t- tomorrow. Peyton, who are you talking about here? Uh, send a message in the comments. Uh, Al Landry said Arizona State scored three runs in the first inning against State uh, this evening. Yeah, we saw 13-4. Arizona State's actually State lost to 
VMI last week in, in their opening weekend. Yeah, State doesn't lost to UL Monroe like 11 to nothing in the middle of the week. But now they're getting killed by Arizona State. State State's like sold their soul like LSU in 2019. They they won it in 2021, these last two years. They they, they like LSU 2019. <laughs> Kane said he did buy the package, uh, the package, uh, but he didn't know about Cajun Boy. Yeah, yeah. He kind of, you know, we, we tweeted out, we're like, what the heck, D1 baseball? And he sent us a link <laughs> and we're like, all right, sweet. Um, he was talking about the Iowa State. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, the Iowa starting pitcher. I'm sorry. Uh, so apparently, per Peyton, um, maybe gets a little wild if you're a little bit later on in the innings as his pitch count gets up there. So we'll see. We'll see. Let's take a quick break, and then uh, Reagan will be back to close out the show. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right. Right back. We may have a surprise show here in a second. Zeke's right here, so may get him in here for, for a brief moment. Um so, guys, we appreciate y'all joining in and interacting. Uh, lots of comments tonight. We appreciate it. We love the feedback here. Zeke's slipping in here a little bit. He's got – it looks like he's got chips all over his face. Can you say go Tigers? Go Tigers. All right. Appreciate all y'all joining in. It's a great show. We'll be watching uh, the uh, game tomorrow at 12 o'clock against Iowa. Really looking forward to see what the guys can do against that pitcher. Um, next week, just a heads up, next week we will be doing two shows uh, we'll we'll send out some updates on when those shows will be and what times they will be. Uh, so be looking out for that two shows next week and and, and moving forward uh, in the baseball season. Appreciate y'all joining in tonight. It's always a pleasure. We love talking to LSU sports with all you guys. Uh, so we'll recap Round Rock uh, earlier in the week next week. We'll see y'all there in the Tigers Avenue. Five Star Hero, take us out. Zeke, say peace. Peace. Peace.